Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, non-binary folks out there. My name is Adam, and today I'm talking to myself, and what am I talking about? Well, it's a conglomerate of things, a congregation of things, what's the word I'm looking for? Or it's just a big um, orgy of things, um, but the main crux of it all is about, um, you know, being associated with something that has what I call the stink on it, you know, like, uh, well, I'll just get right to it. Uh, you know, like people, there's a, some hypocrisy that I've experienced recently where, you know, some people will shame you for being involved with something, um, when something they're involved with may also be problematic, but we all have excuses and people tend to see the world in black and white instead of recognizing a gray area are realizing that things don't always have to be mutually exclusive. So, here's what I've experienced, and um, you all can make your own decisions about what you feel, um, but this is just uh, a device I use for my own kind of audio diary to express how I'm feeling, um, because as much as it, fun as it is to write about it, it's a lot easier to talk about it. So, as you may or may not know, uh, for anybody who still listens to this, and I see you, I see there's a handful of you that still are finding this and listening to it, uh, even very recently, so thank you. Um, but I got my start in podcasting with uh, Shares a Lot here. Um, and while I don't do it much anymore, I still think of it fondly because it kind of gave me some experience with just learning how to do basic editing and getting a good mic and stuff. But eventually I used something called role players, uh, or I created something called role players, which, you know, I've talked about several times on the show, especially when we did the Cares A Lot live stream, uh, and I have an episode about that too. Um, but um, the thing that I'm noticing is um, that, I mean, it's not so much what I'm noticing, the things that I've been feeling is, uh, I'm rambling because I'm kind of scared to talk about it, so I'm just going to get to it. Here we go. We started our podcast in Role Players um, with a game called Dungeon World, uh, which holds a very special spot in my heart and Justin's, who is one of the only original members left of the original cast. Um, and we played it for a couple of seasons, and then, you know, things happened. Uh, you know, we started playing Monster of the Week, uh, which is another tabletop role-playing game. Um, and then eventually two players had to leave for personal reasons and life changes. Uh, we went on a bit of a hiatus, and then we did some more Monster of the Week, and then we tried other games. But as we've been progressing and picking up new people, such as Cass and Adrian, uh, if you don't know who they are, listen to the podcast. You'll like them. They're great people. Um, we started missing playing Dungeon World. But what we didn't know was when we launched the podcast back in... Shit, when did we do that? It was either late spring or early summer of 2020. Um, I think that was around the time. Uh, was it 2019? Fuck, when did I do that? Like, I don't even remember, to be honest. Um, but it happened after an event that was attached to Dungeon World, uh, that we did not know about. Um, and we didn't avoid Dungeon World because of the event, uh, because I didn't learn about it until much later. So essentially, the problem I'm having is that we want to go back to this game, but it has a stink around it because of something one of the creators did. So in a nutshell... Um, one of the creators of Dungeon World, a game that we love very much, um, started to show some history of being kind of shitty, you know. Um, kind of like Walt Disney with Disney World, you know. Like, there's a lot of great things that come out of it, but you just knew that Walt Disney himself was a piece of shit and an anti-Semite. 
um, and didn't allow women to work <laughs> in his offices while he was alive. Um, but this guy, co-creator of Dungeon World, was doing a live stream, and at the time, they had a pretty, a relatively good audience following, hundreds of people in their streams, right? And I don't know the full specifics, I didn't watch the whole video, um, but essentially, one of them, he did some sexual assault-like acting with a player, or to a player, I should say, um, that they did not talk about beforehand, was not consented, and essentially he was being some creepy scientist character, and the person who was playing with him, or that was in the group that he was speaking to, was playing like an android or robot-like character, and they were damaged, and they were looking to get repaired, and the scientist, he, the guy made the scientist say something about installing some orgasm fucking program so he can make her orgasm whenever he wants or something. Very fucking incel-like bullshit. Um, and, you know, everything came quickly tumbling around that guy when they were like, wow, that's fucked up. Uh, the person spoke out a bit about it the next day, you know, putting them in an awkward position and making them feel all sorts of awful um, and shocking the audience. And he thought he was just doing something funny. I don't know where he got it from, where this mentality came from. But... Um, you know, he didn't seem to think anything was wrong with it, and eventually he would come out with an apology that was half-assed, um, several times, um, but you could just tell that, you know, he was only doing it to try to save face, and not because he really felt like he did anything wrong. And you know what, guy, if that's, if you really don't think you did anything wrong, and you didn't learn anything from your mistake, and you just had to weasel your way into other things, you know, you deserve what, what came to you, you know, like, you didn't try to learn from that at all, except for how to be sneakier. And, you know, that's not the lesson that you should be learning. Um, but the thing that bothers me is, uh, it's not so much a thing that bothers me. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Let me just finish this. Sorry. I'm jumping ahead because something else is on my mind that I want to talk about. But um, essentially, um, what happened was uh, everything came tumbling around him, his co creator like distance himself from the guy um, but the game's still for sale right um, and most people kind of distance himself from it because they didn't want to be associated with that awful event and some other uh, events surrounding it that I don't know a ton of details about but that was the big the big one right and um, uh, so that happened I believe in early 2020 um, we played several seasons of Dungeon World and had no idea, and no one ever said anything to us about it. Um, so we didn't really learn about it until much, much later. Well, I didn't learn about it until much, much later, and I had to tell what, what remained of the group. Um, but again, that was almost that was um, uh, almost three years when I think when the event happened, I should say, um, two to three years. Um, but anyway, you know, Justin and I were talking, and we missed playing the game. And we have two new people that have been in our show. Well, they're not new, but they're new compared to who the original cast were. And Justin said, you know, I, I miss playing Dungeon World. It's where our roots are. It's how we got started. I feel the same way. You know, we got into this wonderful space and met so many great people. Um, and I said, yeah, yeah. And I, and I talked to him, and I said, you know, there's there's a stink around it. Um, and a lot of people in the space are going to look at us like we're awful and we're crooks and we're supporting this awful person. Um, you know, are you sure you want to do this? You know, because even though we're still a small creator, you tend to care about what other people think. You know, strangers, like, 
But still, like, I didn't make this podcast to be famous. I made it because I wanted to record memories with people I like. Um, and, you know, that's kind of what leads me to eventually what the crux of this whole thing is about. But, you know, we talked and, you know, then we conferred with our other members. And I said, hey, you know, here's a situation if you don't know about it. Um, what do you guys think? You know, is, you know, because this wasn't a decision that I just made. We all talked about it uh, at at length, ad nauseum, just try, I was trying to think like what are people could say, I was trying to be, not devil's advocate, but I was trying to be the opposition, like people could say this, or they could say this, or this may be what they might associate with us, like are, are we okay with that, because we've built a different community since then, you know, there was the rise and fall of CARES a lot, and now I have the Fun Installers Network, and I really love the people in there, and it's a different kind of vibe, and you know, I'm always worried that I'm going to lose that, because I really love those people, um, but um, ultimately what happened was uh, recently in our server, our Discord server, where we build a network and we plan our creative activities with other people, um, there was a discussion about AI art. I'm not going to get into that discussion right now, um, just because, like, you know, this seems to be more of a hot-button issue, and I have my feelings, and frankly, mine are very cut and dry, but, um, you know, I don't... I've made my stance clear on the server, and that's all that matters. But um, as far as uh, that conversation, part of the way through, one of the members of our group, uh, who I won't name because I don't want this to seem like I'm trying to call anybody out, because I'm not, um, mentioned that um, they um, had their feelings about AI art. I can't remember exactly how they put it, but they said, you know, I don't want to be associated with people who use... I think they said, I don't want to be associated with people who use AI art or people who uh, play Dungeon World or something like that. I, 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 I can't remember what the first part exactly was, but he ended with Dungeon World. To which I said, well, hey, you know, I just want to let you know, to be honest, like, we've already recorded an episode of it. I just haven't released it yet. And maybe subconsciously, I kind of haven't been afraid to. Because I've been releasing everything but it. Uh, but that episode. But, um... Uh he quickly changed gears and was like well you know I don't want to be associated with this anymore you know when he said you know I wish you the best of luck and, and, and again it was very abrupt he didn't give us a whole lot of time to really talk it out um, but it wasn't like a, a tantrum or anything it was just like hey man good luck with everything you're doing and then peace and then that was really it um, uh, so it was really disappointing because we were getting ready to set up they were going to be part of a live stream we are going to do on the 30th uh, to raise money for foster care, uh, and it just kind of sucks that they dipped the way that they did, um, and eventually that sparked a whole conversation later in the day when everybody was getting out of work, and it just really caused my mind to run a mile a minute, and my anxiety was really high, and I was worried that, you know, I was like, Adam, you shouldn't have said anything, but also I didn't want to be true to myself, because that did happen, and I didn't want to be a surprise, um, but I've been worried that, you know, this little community I built is going to start crumbling around me, just like it did with Cares a lot. But with Cares a lot, it happened because there were too many cooks in the kitchen and it was being pulled in too many directions. Well, this time around, you know, it's a little bit more focused uh, and I'm very particular about who I want in it um, and the kind of people that we associate ourselves with. And I think that for the most part, I fostered a good community of people that understand that I'm, I try my best to be a good person. Um, but I'm also somebody who... Um, you know, I have things I want to do, and I don't want I feel like I walk on eggshells a lot for people. 
um, because well, walking on eggshells isn't, isn't exactly a positive term, but like sometimes you do. Like sometimes there are things that you want to say, but you just don't say because I'm a straight white cisgendered guy and I recognize that there are issues with or people have a lot of issues with people that are like me because of the privilege that we have. And I acknowledge that. Um, so I've been trying to be really sensitive to all these different things, but navigating those relationships in the beginning and even through some of the middle sections are kind of hard because people don't want to trust you or people, you know, have their feelings. And yeah, you've been treated a certain way by a certain type of people or you see that privilege. I understand why you're apprehensive. Um, but sometimes with that, it makes me feel like I acquiesce to a lot of things that I don't necessarily agree with just because it seems to be the social thing to do and I don't want to be a follower in that sense where I can't have opinions or people say oh well, sit down you're you know you can't have a feeling on this because you don't have kids so you can't have an opinion on how people treat their kids you're not a transgendered person so you can't have an opinion on this particular argument and sometimes I'm like yeah you're absolutely right but if the argument is about like you know who should get to play what in a movie versus like the experience of a transgendered person or you know uh, the experiences of raising a child and some animosity or anxieties that may develop from that versus hey don't fucking hit your kids or versus hey don't embarrass them in front of everybody in a store to give them a complex like there are areas in which like not everything is not everything is so um Again, mutually exclusive. People don't seem to understand what that means, but like, two, some things can exist in the same space. You know what I mean? There isn't an, an if and only. You know, there's an if and a but. There's an if and when. There's when this happens kind of situations, you know? And in this situation, um, I vowed that I was like, you know what? Uh, I, we talked it out. The group as a whole, you know, I didn't coerce anybody. I said, if not everyone is on board, we're not going to do this Dungeon World thing. I want to do it, but if all of you, if it's just me and Justin, we're not going to do it. Because I just don't, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable or have anybody feel guilty for being associated with something. That, you know, still has a little bit of a stink around it still. Um, you know, and that leads to the whole thing like, how long does somebody have to be canceled? You know, and the guy, the guy who did the thing, as far as I know, still piece of shit. I'm not saying that, you know, the world has to find him and hunt him down and ruin everything that he tries to attempt. But I'm just saying that, you know, like, I agree that, you know, <laughs> you know, he still has yet to show any growth over the three years that this happened. Um, but in regards to that, you know, the argument that came up was some people were like, it's fine to play it in private, but when you play it in public, it's like you're promoting it. And I see where they're coming from, but one of the issues I have with that argument is it's fine to do it in private meaning the morality of it is loose there where it's like oh if we're doing it in private it's fine to be associated with it you know it's like doing drugs it's like what if you're doing drugs in public yeah that's bad but if you do drugs in the privacy of your own home then drugs are fine it's okay if you do drugs you know and you know my opinion is like you know uh you know nobody needs heroin nobody needs coke <laughs> nobody needs those things but there are malicious people who get you addicted to them, so you just ruin your life and get more of them. Um, just like, you know, I came from a family that used to abuse pills. You know, I have opinions about that too. You know, but there are people that are going to do their drugs and people are going to do their thing. And they're like, it's my body, my choice. And like, at the end of the day, you're right, as long as you ain't hurting anybody else. 
So I get where they're coming from, where they say, you know, if you do it publicly. But again, morally, it's just like saying, I do drugs at home, but I'll shit on anybody who, you know, sells drugs. And yeah, one is a little bit worse than the other one, but still, like, you're partaking in that economy. So my conundrum was, you know, I'm not a big platform. We don't have a shit ton of listeners. And for me, it's like, you know, if I had the fame of, like, a big YouTuber like Markiplier or Critical Role if you so if you know who they are which if you're a TTRPG player you know who they are if you're just someone who likes listening to me talk you may not but the point is is that if I had a platform with thousands to millions of viewers slash listeners you know I think I would be able to get a general a general consensus from like the core community the diehards like what do you think about this because ultimately this is for you you know because at some point, it's a shared relationship. It's not about what you want. It can be about what you want, but also I think, you know, if you have an audience that helped build you, that you owe some of that creativity to them, you know. At the same time, like, I don't, you know, when somebody wants to make a movie, they're like, I want to make my movie. And I'm like, yeah, look, you know, if you're just going to make a movie and, you know, you don't have followers in abundance that are always asking for different things, you're going to do the project that you want to make. And if people like it, they like it. And if they don't, they don't. And that's how a lot of people make their movies. That's how a lot of people make their TV shows. Um, you know, some get off on the divisiveness, some don't. But for me, you know, I think that there, again, things don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can do the thing that you want to do and still care about what people think. You know, but it doesn't mean that you have to change everything that you want to do creatively because of the negative uh stink on it because we love the game we're not playing it because we want to support the guy we're not playing the game to say hey go buy his game and again he splits the cost with someone else the 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 revenue and most of the sales are digital and on most sites it sells for 10 to 15 dollars um and most sites take 30 to 40 percent of the sales when you get it and so thus, you know, say it's $10, now it's a $6 sale, and then you have to split three, $6 evenly between two people. You know, like, are you really making that much money at the end of the day when most people are have already bought the game that are going to buy the game? Probably not, you know? Um, and so I don't... I don't feel like us doing that show is advertising Dungeon World. We're advertising characters that we've created in a world that, that we build and a story that we want to tell. You know, like, again, if, if you know Dungeons & Dragons, everybody knows the name Dungeons & Dragons, even if they've never played it. There's a movie coming out, for crying out loud. And there's controversy in abundance surrounding that company. Wizards of the Coast is what they're called, if you don't know. Um, controversy in a fucking abundance with them, with how they treat marginalized people with their rhetoric, with the Gygax family, Gary Gygax, the creator, and all of his fucking descendants that work on that shit, the way they talk about other groups, the way that they respond to criticism, um, they just, they have a stranglehold on those sales and on that community that, like, they can practically do whatever they want and not everyone's gonna quit. Hell, I mentioned Critical Role earlier, they're a big streaming and, well, a huge company fucking now, and Dungeons and Dragons is what they built their empire on. Do you think for a second that they're gonna fucking quit? They know, hell, the one guy contributes to Wizards of the Coast material. Um, and that's the main guy. Um, and, you know, some people have distanced themselves from it, but most people aren't. 
and it just sucks that it's a popularity thing we're like oh you know if it has millions of billions of sales and followers and it's fine it's absolutely fine that it still exists you know you can be mad at it but we're still gonna play you know it's like we know that people at chick-fil-a don't like gay and trans people we're still going to go eat chicken nuggets there. We're going to get those delicious chicken sandwiches and wait in line while those poor people that are wrapped around the block and all the fucking workers there have to say my pleasure or they get fucking hit because they don't obey the cult-like mentality, you know? But again, am I going to disassociate from you because you go and eat Chick-fil-A? No. You know? I'm not going to like that you still support Chick-fil-A because you actually contribute money to them frequently on your lunch breaks, you know? Um... And again, and I think if 10%, at least if 10 to 15% of people boycott a Chick-fil-A all at once and just stop their sales for a month, they'd fucking twice up because that's a big chunk of their revenue that they're losing. And you know, this guy went through that big loss. This guy, he lost a ton. He lost his um, audience. He lost a lot of money. He lost credibility um, and had to do sneaky tactics just to get in on certain conferences and stuff. Like his whole life changed that day because of the shitty thing that he did. And again, he deserved it. He deserved the bad things that came his way because he was constantly a dick and it came to a head right there. So again, none of this is to support that piece of shit. I'm not even going to say his name. Um, but, and again, I hate ending coming up with but right after saying something like that because it sounds like I'm trying to justify that support. But again, this isn't like he's a multi-billion dollar company. He went through what it was he went through a big chunk of that loss right and i don't believe that a small creative group like me and the rest of the role players is going to kickstart people fucking buying his game again um and again the partner that works on it also makes profit off it so if some random fan says i'll spend ten dollars on this game then three of those dollars are going to the other guy that contributed to it even though he doesn't want anything to do with the co the co-creator so and again supporting one piece of shit supporting a good guy the other way you know it, it's just i just don't like the idea that a group of friends can't do a thing publicly because they say oh that's supporting the artist i'm like no it fucking isn't you know i'm not buying anything more from them and there's tons of third-party content that i can push that other creators have made um but again, people keep playing D&D, and I know tons of people who play that game and tell beautiful, well-crafted, improvising, hilarious stories with that medium that I frankly don't want to play. Not just because of the stink around it, but because I just think the game itself is just not my style anymore. Um, it's too heavy for me. Too crunchy, as they say. But I don't frown on people for playing it. I just don't want to play it. And, only, and part of it is because of their awfulness to the public. And the rest of it is just because I just don't want to play the game if I can avoid it. Um, you know, but I just hate this idea that it's just like everybody cares so much about their public image that like being associated with this one bad thing automatically means that you're a bad person. You know, does that mean that I think that everybody who eats Chick-fil-A or goes to fucking Starbucks every day and pollutes with those awful fucking cups they give you? Do I do I or the way they treat their workers? or all the controversy around Disney before they tried to go a little more woke, you know? Like, do I, uh, do I think that if you continue to support those products that you're a bad person? No. But I've stopped my subscriptions to certain streaming services. I've stopped my subscriptions to Amazon. Fuck, Amazon's the biggest offender of them all. 
fucking the biggest company in the world, the richest, one of the richest people on earth, um, has the fucking thing. Not the richest anymore, but hopefully Elon Musk will keep fucking up and then won't be the richest guy on earth anymore. He might not even be right now. Um, but you know, the way they treat their workers, they have to pee in bottles. They still have to do that. They fucking have to deliver like hundreds of packages within a couple of hours or they get admonished, they get pay cuts. The factory conditions are bad. You know, and yet people will still bitch if their Amazon Prime two-day shipping is more than two days. My goodness, I ordered on a weekend, so I have to wait until Monday? What? You know what I mean? Like, the, the convenience of it all that people bitch about because they have to wait a little longer. When before this invention, before this company happened, people waited seven to ten days to get a fucking package. And they were happy about it unless they paid for the rush shipping. You know, and it's like, I just... But how much money... At one point, Jeff Bezos was the richest man on earth. How much money did he make if like 20% of people would have cut their subscriptions right there and stopped buying from Amazon? He would have fucking taken note. But no, people couldn't even strike against Amazon in groups with after all the stories that came out for how shitty they were treating people. Um, and again, it's just that people seem to cherry pick what they think is more important or, you know, they'll pick around the things because the convenience of it would be too great or rather the inconvenience of it would be too great. You know, like, oh, well, you know, yeah, I, Amazon's bad, but I really like having two-day shipping because that's where I get all my Christmas presents from. I have a girl at work who showed me all the shit she's buying for her daughters and everything. She barely had to buy anything from a store. It's all coming at Amazon. Imagine how many fucking Amazon workers are going to break their own fucking necks trying to get all the shit delivered before Christmas. You know what I mean? And think about that, really. The USPS is dying. The fucking UPS is falling apart because fucking Amazon has most of that shit covered. And most people go email nowadays. But we don't think about those things because that's inconvenient for us. And and all this has to do with the fact that I feel like people cherry pick what they want to be outraged about and what they don't want to be outraged about. And it just I think that's honestly a motivator for me to just proceed with it. And, you know, if somebody who I'm close with, who I love, who respects me and I respect them, has an issue with it and they want to talk to me about it great you can have a conversation and you know i want to hear what you think i want to hear how you feel but it doesn't mean i have to change my mind so if you're coming into the conversation and trying to change my mind you know you need to open with that you know if you have suggestions great but we've already started you know and again if i had a multi-billion dollar platform fuck by then i'd have made my own game um you know, I've just been pitching that to the millions of people that listen to me. Um, but again, we don't have that kind of an influence, and I truly don't feel that this little podcast that we run is going to kickstart a revolution for people to support the piece of shit, or well, one of the, the piece of shit of the two co-creators that made the game. And a lot of the people that I'm getting, uh, you know, insight from and, and critiques on partake in those other things. You know, Amazon, um, Dungeons and Dragons, fucking Starbucks, and it's just like Chick-fil-A for fuck's sake. That should be an easy one. That should be a no-brainer. Um, you know, people I respect very much still go to that fucking stupid place, you know, but again, that's on them. I don't disassociate from them because of that, you know? You know, you think when you walk out with your Chick-fil-A bag or maybe you take your Chick-fil-A bag into the lunchroom at work, someone smells it and doesn't think, oh, I should go buy Chick-fil-A and that doesn't cause more support? I mean, there's a yin to all these yangs. And what I'm saying is things don't have to be mutually exclusive. You know what? If you don't want to like that I'm playing Dungeon World, but you still want to order all your Christmas presents from Amazon, 
knowing that right now people are being abused at those jobs, fine. That's your decision. And that's all I want to hear from people who I love and trust in this situation for me is, hey, you know what? This has a bad stink on it. That guy was a piece of shit. And if you play this game, it kind of shows that people, hey, it's okay to play Dungeon World. And, you know, it may inspire some people to pick up the game. Are you okay with that? You know, and for me, because of how little of a platform we have, yes. And again, that doesn't mean I directly support the guy. That doesn't mean that I believe in what he did. That doesn't mean that I support the piece of shitism that he that he participated in. It was awful, and he deserved what he got. Um, but I think I'm just tired of feeling that I can't do something I want to do because of what people will think. Because I always pay attention to what everybody thinks. I pay attention to what everybody does. I walk around so carefully sometimes to make sure that everybody feels heard. Because I don't want anybody to feel like they're being ignored. Make sure that everybody feels like their ideas are listened to. That they feel like they have a voice. That they feel like their ideas matter. That they're that they're being um, connected with. That they matter as a human being in general. And I think it's important to do that. And I just want to be treated with that same respect. Where it's like, hey, you know what? We don't agree with what you're doing. But we respect that you've made your decision. And if you need to step away from me for that, then go ahead. You know, and, and I'll miss you, and that sucks. Um, uh, but just know that, you know, I'm not doing it as a fucking middle finger to anybody who says, oh, well, boo to you. You know, I'm doing it because at the end of the day, this project was created out of a want to have recorded memories with people that I love. Because back in the day when we played tabletop games, it was mostly Dungeons & Dragons. We often used to say, man, if only we'd recorded those. Those were such fun memories. And we think back fondly of all the goofy shit we used to say and fun things we used to do. And, you know, I said, you know what? That's my motivation. I'm going to record a podcast with people I like. Um, and we can go back and listen to it whenever we want and enjoy it and replay it and just think how funny that was. And, you know, it's like watching an old home movie, but you can listen to it in the car. You know, um, and that means the world to me. And, you know, I think ultimately at the end of the day, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for the people that are in the group. All four of us agreed. And if, unfortunately, people don't want to be connected to that because they care more about their public image than they do our relationship, I mean, that sucks. But I respect that that's what they want to do. Um, and, you know, I've tried to make that clear. And so I've made this half-hour episode, 30-ish minutes episode, because, number one, this was for me. Because this is my audio journal that I pull out when I really need to express how I'm feeling and how I'm doing and just put it in a place that I feel is safe to do that. Um, that allows me to talk it out with myself. That's why I always say every episode I'm talking to myself. Um... And secondly, it's for anybody else who may find any of this cathartic, whether it's you like the music, you like my voice, you like the topics, um, or if you just think I talk in an interesting way and you find that fun. I don't know why people listen and why people still continue to listen, but I hope that you find something out of it. Um, but please don't be offended that this work is for me first. Um, you know, I resolve that pretty early where I realized that, well, I want to help other people, this is also to help myself. Because at the time when I made this one, 
was at the very beginning of 2020 when things were looking like they were going to shut down soon. Um, Insurance a lot will always hold a special spot in my heart as well. I've talked to people on this show that I probably don't want to talk to anymore, and I've talked about topics on this show that I probably have radically different opinions on now. Um, and that's what this is for. It's for me and then for you, and I hope that you're okay with that because it's kind of like putting the the air supply mask on your face first before you put it on your baby. You know what I mean? You need to make sure that you're secure before you put yourself out there and try to take care of others, and I'm really trying to honor that resolve. Um, so... I hope that if you listen to this this far that you understand that and that you respect it. Um, And if you don't, I get it. Chances are the people who are listening to this uh, who have no affiliation to the tabletop role-playing show have no fucking idea what I'm talking about and they're like, why am I still listening to this? Um, But I got opinions and I got things I want to say and sometimes because I'm so eager to hear what other people have to say, I don't really get to say what I want. Again, because I'm a cisgendered straight white guy and I'm very... I'm, I'm, I'm nervous to say anything, and I get how some people can be nervous about that, who might not be on the same side as me about everything. I try to be empathetic to that, too, because you want to ask questions. You want to say what you want to say, but you're afraid of being canceled. And, and mark my words, there are people who I think could be more progressive than they are, but the fear of cancellation keeps them from taking steps and asking questions because they're afraid of the backlash they'll receive. And personally, I don't feel that I've done anything so abhorrently wrong that I would deserve something like that. And if for some reason our listenership plummeted because we decided to do this game, then again, you know, I guess I don't really know my base that well. But honestly, like I said, it's more for me and the people I love that I'm playing with than it is for the audience. And as shitty as that sounds as a creator, our goal is to make something fun that is enjoyable that people will like but that's not the only goal and it's not the primary one and I think that you have to believe in what you're doing and do the project for yourself first because you you have to be in it and if you do everything according with what everybody else wants you to do then eventually you'll lose part of yourself and I'm worried I'm losing part of myself because I care so much about what other people think not about the product but about me and our relationships and I miss people and I've lost so many people in my life that I'm still fucking scared to lose anyone else. And this... The whole thing that triggered this thing, I forgot to mention, was the person who brought this up ultimately left the network that I was building. Although I don't know if they were ever technically a part of it, but they were in there to support and, and, and to work together. Um, so I guess they were always a little unclear about that. But, um, but they left the server, and that hurt. But I understand why they did, and I don't despise them for it I'm not angry at them for it I'm just angry at the situation and you know why some douchebag had to leave his awful stink on what I feel is a wonderful game um and I don't feel like I would deserve any hate for that because I'm not promoting the guy I'm promoting the story that we're creating with the medium that he happens to have a name on um and if people can still fucking listen to Chris Brown music eat Chick-fil-A and fucking order from Amazon then, you know, I think ultimately at the end of the day I'm going to be okay and that role players is going to be okay. But, you know, I'm just worried about people that I'm close with that I may lose. And to their credit, I've gotten lots of messages from people in there who have expressed their support and said, hey, you know what, we're with you. We understand where you're coming from. Some of us agree, some of us don't. But we know that you're a good person. And I needed to hear those things. I really did. And so if any of you are listening to this, um, thank you. 
seriously, because um, I've been stressing about it since like 12 o'clock this afternoon, and I really needed to hear those things, so thank you, sincerely. Um, I guess I should probably wrap it up. This went a little longer than I thought I was going to go. Um, they always do, don't they? Um, so anyway, if you're listening to this, because I'm going to put this out right away, if you made it this far um, on Jan- or, uh, December 30th, 2022, one of the last days of the year, I'm running a 12-hour live stream with some other creators, if uh, everything works appropriately, that is, um, where we're going to be trying to raise money for um, foster care families, um, including the foster children that live with them, um, and for the organization as a whole. I'll go, I'll, our goal is $1,000. We're currently at like 220 or 30 I think, So because we're doing early donations. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. I would love if you would click it. Um, and if you can donate a couple of bucks, that'd be great. If you got more bucks you want to spend, thank you. Um, and if you wouldn't mind sharing it around, that would mean the world to me. Thank you so much. And if you want to be there, we're going to go 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on uh, twitch.tv slash Adam with Roleplayers, uh, which is A-T-O-M underscore of underscore R-O-L-L players. Um, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. But I think that's it. That's all I've got. Thank you so much. Um, uh, again, I see people who are still listening that are finding me, and thank you. Um, and in the meantime, as always, <sighs> take care of your mind, take care of your heart, and for fuck's sake, please take care of each other. Be safe out there, friends. Oh, and use your turn signals.